0: Serena Williams, the greatest female tennis player of all time, is hanging it up? Nationers, we're back. We're back. This is a big episode. This is like a big episode, Nationers. This is... Like a big episode. <laughs> episode 40, Nationers. Welcome back to the Realist Podcast. Episode 40, banner right there. I've officially said it 40 times. Um, Nationers, I'm very glad to be here. I'm very, very excited. Today, as of recording this, it is Friday, August 12th, 2022. And Nationers, eight years ago on the state, I uploaded my very first YouTube video. Isn't that crazy? That's so crazy. It was a, it was a legal eagle. It was a, it was a death match in GTA 5 with like a few friends of mine. And wow, it took like 36 hours to upload. But hey, I was going to make it happen. There was dedication behind this. 36 hours of Dedication. <laughs> But Nationers, again, today is a a very special day, not only because it is the 40th episode, but as of recording this, again, Nationers, it is my eight-year anniversary of recording and uploading YouTube videos. It's been a wild ride, to say the least. Um, I don't know how much we'll get into it in this episode. However, I think at one point in my life, I would like to dedicate an episode to kind of like the journey of Jared as like an athlete as, like, a content creator, as, like, me it, as a whole. So I'd like to do that first and foremost. But before we kick off, the, off this episode, I feel like this episode in the past few episodes with this angle, with the new lockers that we're still working on, they just haven't really been pizzazzy, right? They haven't been pizzazzy. So I want to uh, to get some get some light up in here, I feel, you know? I want to get some... Wanna get some nice lighting. So I said to myself, I was like, yo, what about if I just pull out the what about if I just pull out the LED lights? Get some pizzazz up in here. I feel like I feel like purple actually looks really well with this. I feel like this is like a whole... I feel like the Hulk. Is that what the Hulk sounds like? Nationers, episode 40. We got a lot to talk about today. We just dropped some merch, which you guys are able to buy. Now, which I'll explain in a second before we get into today's episode, we got some Spartan race coming up. Uh, when this episode comes out, I'll be Spartan racing. I'll be, like, running. Um, so if you guys are watching this within 15 minutes of this video being uploaded, then I have not started yet. But if you watch it after 15 minutes, I have then started. Um, Nationers, I also want to talk about, like, athletes retiring. Like, Selena, not Serena Williams. No, wait. no, I almost said Selena and not Serena, Serena Williams retired, is what I meant to say, um, the goals for this channel, I really, I feel like it's, I feel like I need to put this out in the world, because like, I want to, I want to hit a thousand subscribers on this channel, I really do, I really, by the end of this year, within the next four months, I, I really want to hit a thousand subscribers on this channel, so Nationers, if you guys are here, if you guys are watching, hit that subscribe button. We got a lot to talk about today. Help us hit our goal of reaching 1,000 subscribers by the end of this year. And if you guys aren't subscribed to the main channel, make sure to go ch- check that out as well. We got plenty of more great videos over there. However, Nationers, today, episode 40, we have officially dropped our brand new Nation Emerge collection. I'm wearing the light gray. The light gray t-shirts. Only 20 bucks, Nationers. So if you guys have like a, a $20 what is it, a $20 thing, a, a a bill, a bill, if you guys have $20 in your bank accounts, feel free to have, head over to com. We have the blue hoodie, which you guys always see me wear. We have this gray hoodie. We have long sleeves and crew necks, and uh, some posters if you guys like posters. We also have some stickers. Apparently, like, the sticker price dropped back down Last episode I mentioned they were seven bucks, which is like overly priced for a sticker, first of all. However, I looked at that again, I looked at the profit margin and I was like, well, I'm gonna drop that down as much as I can. So I dropped it down to five bucks, and I was like, that's still a lot. So I dropped it down to four fifty, and I only make eighteen cents off the stickers. So I made it as least as I could at like a solid number. But again, Nation, if you guys want to go over there, use discount uh, use discount code NATIONER or NATIONERS, just in case if there's an extra S on yours. Um, but yeah, use that at nationermerch.com. You guys could go grab some new merch. This was a very special day. Like I mentioned, eight years of YouTube to drop something that people can wear, the fans can wear, you guys can wear at home. And I'm excited because by the end of this month, most things will be kind of already there at people's places. So it's going to be exciting. Like, I'm really, really excited. And with, like, the blue hoodie, a lot of people ordered the blue hoodie. Um, handful of people bought the gray T-shirt because I always wear, like, a gray T-shirt, like, every thing that I do. So, yeah. And, and to wear, like, the blue hoodie, I feel like that is, like, such a coincidence. Like, it all happened off a of whim. Like, it really just all happened off a of whim. And I was like, man, this would be, like, this would be dope if people could wear, like, a blue hoodie. And it's kind of, like... Me, you know, you, I, you you can identify if there's a blue hoodie in a video, it's me, right? And it doesn't matter what video it is. And it all really just happened off a whim. So shout out to Natalie Sawada for bashing me for the pink hoodie that I had, that I still have, to then one day go to like H&M and see that there's a blue hoodie and I just bought it. And the rest is history. The rest is history. And then to not only then create... <laughs> To not only then create, like, a blue hoodie with the word nationer on it. You are a nationer, you know? So, I'm very happy. I'm very happy. And, like, even if you guys are planning on just getting a sticker, I think that is the dopest thing. Like, to just get a sticker, like, place it on, like, a water bottle. um, Place it on your door. Place it on your car if, if you want. It's really up to you. However, I'm just so happy that, like, you guys are able to be... Uh, well, you guys are already Nationers, but, like, be more, like, involved with, like, like the culture, you know? Like, the blue hoodie. Like, how, how cool is that? Anyways, I don't want to harp on this too much. I imagine, like, so many people clicked off. You guys are still here. Welcome to, you know, welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> um, but Nationers, I do want to talk about um, Serena Williams retiring. Big shocker. Uh, she's not like officially retired because I think in most sports you have to like sign papers and whatnot. And um, however, it works. It, it it's it's really odd that like things happen like that where you have to like they're kind of like free agents, but they're also not. You know, they work for like an association or work for a club. Whereas like I remember th- this funny story: Rob Gronkowski was going to get traded to the to the Detroit Lions. He's like, mm, never mind, I retire. Deuces and like retired right and so he said he had to like fill out his retirement forms interestingly enough like that's just kind of how it works so re- regardless i don't need, i don't mean to be like all analytical about this i just kind of thought that was a fun point to bring up but um one main thing about this is like i didn't realize how long serena williams played for like i knew that she was like really good in like the early 2010s like that's like me growing up like oh my goodness that's serena williams on the television playing tennis she's won her how many grand slams in a row or like this is her 20 bazillionth right it's a lot she's 123 which is a lot a lot um my goodness i didn't realize she played since 1995 professionally. She's 40 years old. That's 28 seasons, 28 years, right? Some people are going to say it's 27, but 20, 1995 is a year that you have to count. It's 28. Okay. It's like a math problem. It's like 14 through 15. Those are the problems that you do. You don't have one problem. You have two problems, 14 and 15, same thing. Okay. So with this 1995, Becomes like a professional, wins her first Grand Slam title in 1999, the turn of the century, the Serena Williams circuit of tennis, insane. And, I, and obviously on the other end of this, there are like three three really, really good um, male athletes. You have Andy Murray, um, Federer, Roger Federer, and Nikola Dejovich. I think that's how I pronounce his name. Three main guys who, like, just continuously cycle through each tournament, right? Like, one's going to win the other one. One's going to win Wimbledon. The U.S. Open. The Australian Open. One's going to bring... It's insane. It's insane. Whereas, like, for years, for years, okay? Me... Years, okay? Serena Williams has been dominating the sport. She just has. Like, it just simply is facts. And, obviously, she has her sister, who is older than her, who also plays. Um... Which is obviously really nice because then when you want to do duos, you know, boom bada bing, hey sis, you wanna you wanna to play together? Just like old good old days. Um, but yeah, like it's it's just so interesting to me because like Serena Williams, the greatest female tennis player of all time, is hanging it up. You mean to tell me that she's she's uh, hanging it up? Would you look at that? I couldn't believe it. I literally could not believe that she's finally retiring. Like, just to, like, be able to watch her and see her influence not only on, like, the sport of tennis, but to female athletes across all sports, you know? Like, Simone Biles, Ali Raisman, you know, a part of the U.S. gym team. To see somebody like Naomi Osaka come up, you know, uh, Co- is it Coco Goff? I think that's how I pronounce her last name. Coco Goff like who's very young, going into like a, a big scene in tennis, like that's super awesome. I I'm excited just to see where a lot of this transitions. Um obviously this year, twenty twenty two is fifty years. Fifty years. I think I think it like happened like mid year through like the year, but like it's fifty years since like Title IX, which is um a certain legislation or a certain uh, like law, I don't know if it's a law, but I feel like it's something that has to do with the law, of course, that provided access for uh women in sports and and beyond that, right? So to see someone like Serena Williams finally hang up the racket, put down the bag, like it, I'm not gonna lie, it is very fun to see like you know tennis players smack their racket on the ground because they know they have like five more <laughs> at their disposal, however like just watching her being able to just like be involved in sports you know like i remember i think one of the first times i'd really ever seen her was in like a dude perfect youtube video i think i like knew of her like a whole lot and like you'd just constantly see her win and you'd see her on gma and you'd see her on the news see her on sports center but like to like really see her involved in like a in in a field that i necessarily enjoy like i loved for like i had let me know in the comments if you guys were like this. Like, where you had, like, different phases of your life where you just, like, did different things. Like, in fifth grade, I, I like, really liked playing soccer. And I then I, like, really liked skateboarding. And then, like, I think in, like, f- fifth grade, sixth grade, I, like, really liked playing tennis. So I'd go to Target and buy tennis balls and a tennis racket. And then it just kind of slowly transitioned into, like, these different sports where I really love basketball or, like, really like mountain biking. Are you guys like this as well? Like... I feel like I'm the only one where I just kind of, like, dibbled and nibbled on everything. I can't be the only one, right? (laughs) However, like, I remember, like, I really liked playing tennis. I didn't really know a whole lot of tennis players, but I did, like, a project in seventh grade on, like, Billie Jean King. Which was a long time ago. I don't remember a whole bunch about that project. And then... What is it? There was just, like, different things just throughout my years. You know, you kind of get to see different athletes. Like, I think Simone Biles is one of those bigger athletes that I was like, oh, my goodness, Katie Ledecky in swimming. I, like, started recognizing a lot more athletes that I might not normally pick up. You know, like, I don't know a whole lot of, like, male gymnasts, unfortunately. I know, like, obviously a lot of male swimmers, um, you know, but, like, especially in the female scene, whereas, like, in comparison, like – the NBA to, like, the WNBA, you could just tell by viewership on how many people watch, right? Like, it's just a basic thing that you could look up. Whereas, like, even more of, like, an odd sport, like, even, like, Formula One or, like, Spartan Racing, you know? Like, it's so cool to just see, like, all the athletes and you kind of pick up different athletes here and then. And Serena Williams is kind of like that for me. However, like, I feel like her impact reached beyond, like what it was on the tennis court. And I think we can all agree that like with how good she was, how strong of a woman she was on and off the tennis court going through, you know, pregnancy and childbirth and, you know, being able to stand up for what she believes in. I feel like that is, that's what makes Serena Williams, Serena Williams, regardless of how well she did on the tennis court. Of course, her platform now would not be as big and as impactful as it was without how good she was on the tennis court, right? So, of course, those kind of work hand-in-hand, hand, of course. However, I do kind of want to transition because I have a really good opportunity with, like, Spartan Racing, which is, whew, I don't know what sound I just made. I really don't. I'm a bit concerned <laughs> with what noise I just made. But I do have a good opportunity with Spartan Racing. So this Sunday, um, I am going to go compete in my sixth Spartan Race ever. However, it's not uh, competitive. Uh, It's just like the first one that I did where it was non-competitive. It's just kind of like for fun. And um, the big thing was, I got like a text last night because there's this Instagram account called the OCR Report. They basically report OCR, Optical Course Racing. That's just the acronym for it. They, they, they cover, you know, like different things like Tough Mutter, Savage Race. They cover, you know, Spartan Racing, you know, at more of like an elite level. And they want to make sure that they, you know, if, in case you missed this, here's these people that did really good at this race, right? So um, they posted like the Seattle map uh, on their Instagram. And I was like, oh, I'm super excited about it. It's super tight. It's super, you know, spread out. I'm really excited for it. Don't take that out of context, okay? Like the map itself, the course is very tight. It's You don't kind of wander off too much. You're always kind of in touch with, like, the base festival that they call it. And then it's kind of spread out. Like, the obstacles are spread out, right? But, again, please don't take that out of context. <laughs> I got, like, a Instagram DM from, like, the OCR report, and they said that they mentioned you in their story. And for this, like, you could just, like, at somebody, and then if you have, like, a, if you shared a post, then you could just, like, tap that, and then it's above everything, if that makes sense. So that's how I got mentioned, uh, I'm assuming. And I like I'm like, "Oh, hey, thank you so much for tagging. I'm super excited to go there. Is there like anything you need of me? Do you want me to like cover anything, take any videos?" And he's like, "Yeah, that'd be great. Would you like want to hop on a call real quick?" And I was like, "Sure." Like that's pretty reasonable, right? Pretty reasonable flow of conversation. So we did that. We hopped on a call and he's like, "What would you what would you think about like covering some of the stuff that's going on? Whether that be like the elite races or like the super. So there's like two different races. One's on Saturday, one's on Sunday. And then I race later on Sunday. And I was like, Oh, that'd be interesting. I don't know about racing because I haven't quite raced that yet. Uh, I don't mind like trying to move things around just so I'm there and you guys, and we can see the start line. Um, But then we kind of got into the conversation and he was like, what about if we like, I think we both kind of hinted at it, but like, what about if we just do like a day in the life of, you know, like a Spartan racer, right? And there was somebody who you guys may know, if you guys watch Love Island, there was this guy named Johnny, very, very attractive looking man to most women, right? And he was actually, uh, at a Spartan race, my first Spartan race this year, this year down in, um, Ontario, California, down South. And, uh. What is it? He did like a, kind of like a Spartan spotlight where he just kind of like walked himself through his day of like what he's doing and like how everything's going. And uh, yeah, so that's basically something that I'm going to be doing at this Seattle race and really, really excited about it. Like to be able to do like, you know, exactly what I want to do to bridge, you know, this social media world and this audience that I have and hope to continue to grow And Spartan racing and the sport that I do, you know, just like anyone, you know, like Marcus Brownlee, where he does obviously YouTube and tech reviews, but he also, he also maybe doesn't bridge the gap, but he also does like ultimate Frisbee. Logan Paul just signed with the WWE. That's super huge. That's a social media star. Obviously the whole boxing scene, which I kind of want to touch on and update you guys on little things. However, like this is, this is really big for me and I'm really happy. And it just really all happened out on a whim 30 minute conversation and, um, the guy who runs the web, uh, the, the Instagram, he was like, you know, make it happen, you know, like we could just do like a day in the life of Jared and we'll create reels, we'll create content. And I just want to, you know, I shared a little bit of knowledge on my YouTube that I know about stuff, you know, and series content, watch duration, things to look at on the back end. Uh, with him and I really you know I felt like this is a mutual relationship where I'm able to give my social media side and they're able to help in a in a mission that I have to bridge you know obstacle course racing and YouTube and social media and I have like a handful of ideas for this event and I'm really really excited for it so nationers if you guys want to actually um, check out the story and uh or just, like, anything OCR-related, obstacle course race-related. Follow, like, Spartan Race. Follow Spartan. Of course, follow the OCR report. And, uh, Nationers, I feel like this is, like, really a really good time for me. However, um, another big thing, Nationers, with the little boxing. I just want to update you guys a little bit. KSI Logan Paul. Or, wait, that already happened. KSI Jake Paul not happening this year, but next year in Wembley. Wem- Wembley Stadium over in the UK. And I'm really, really excited for that. I don't know what time of year it could be. It could be like late December next year, you know, but it also could be like mid June, you know, something to give the kids a little bit of surprise right as they head into summer. Um, but I'm really, really excited about that. Um, KSI has found a new opponent in Swarms, or as Jake Paul calls him, Swamp. So that's exciting. You know, I'm excited to see at least JJ's fighting someone. I'm excited to see just kind of how it goes. And this whole event with Deji and See FaZe, Temper, and Slim. Uh, I'm really, really excited to see, like, who comes out on top. Kim Kenny and um, FaZe Sensei. Excited, uh, excited about that. And, uh, yeah, like, this, this whole event's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. Um, and... Nationers, I hope you guys are excited to hit a 1,000 subscribers on this YouTube channel because if you guys are viewing, watching, listening, um, make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel. It means a lot to me just to be able to have 170 people subscribe to this YouTube channel and watch it consistently means a lot. So thank you guys so much for watching episode 40. I know it's a short episode. However, I wanted to let you guys know some updates with everything. And um, Nationers, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you guys so much for eight years on YouTube uh, and continuously supporting me in my journey to become a full-time creator and to make this a dream come true. With that, Nationers, I will see you guys in the next episode. Have a good one. Oh seven, Peace, peace.